This is 5 Minute Friday. Good. Welcome back to the Super Data Science Podcast, everybody. Super excited to have you back here on the show. And I'm very inspired. I'll tell you right away, I'm very inspired to record this episode. I wasn't actually planning on recording a 5-Minute Friday episode today, but something came up literally like five or six hours ago, and I just wanted to share my experience of, um, of how this situation unraveled. So as you know, we're planning our Data Science Go event. This will be our fourth annual event in November. So November 2020 in San Diego. We've been doing it for three years. This is our fourth one. Very excited about it. And if you've been to Data Science Go or any other uh, data science conference or any other conference for that matter, you can probably gauge what amount of effort and planning goes into these things. You have to um, line up the speakers, make sure the content is great, um, get uh, the event space, make sure the catering is there, make sure that uh, the uh, you've invited, like you've sent out marketing materials, you've invited sponsors, you've invited uh, guests, you've invited celebrities, you've invited lots of people who are going to make this event great. You've planned out the activities. And one of the big ticket items on that list is getting the event space. And our team at Data Science Go, we like to get that done very early so that uh, we know, okay, we have this event space planned. And you know, if anything does go wrong, uh, we have extra time to get an event space planned. And so we were uh, scouting around, found a great event space, um, did about maybe a month of negotiations with them, came to a mutual agreement, uh, just had some minor things to iron out, but we were excited, they were excited. A great place, great location, very inspiring. So this morning we had a meeting between the two parties and we went through uh, all all of the things. Like It was, it was a quite a long meeting, like an hour, over an hour. Um, agreed on some minor things that uh, we still had to basically come to an agreement on but they were not like deal breakers and we're so we're about to sign the contract within we we, we were planning to sign the contract this week within a couple of days maximum um and then an hour after that meeting they come back to us and they pull out of the deal absolutely out of out of the blue unexpected after months of like a month of negotiations and discussions and everybody being so excited about it they just pull out of the the deal and that's it. And uh, just one email basically canceling the whole amount of effort that we were going through. So massive blow, massive shock. And at this stage, the normal reaction that I would have had maybe a couple of years ago would have been to be um, sad, upset, angry, frustrated, uh, disappointed, confused, scared, and and all these other things. like not knowing what to do, just shocked and like thrown off my feet. But what I've been no thinking about for the past couple of hours is that the only thing that I had when I read that in my head was like, wow, that's a surprise. And the, the second thought was good. Just that one word, simply good. And I kept thinking, why, why is this good? Why am I not um, angry or frustrated or disappointed? Why am I not feeling all those things? And well, first of all, is because we plan these uh, we do our event space planning well in advance. We have way over 10, well over 10 months until the event actually happens. So we have plenty of time to find a new location and make sure it's going to be amazing. I know we will do that. We will get a great location and 
um, that's going to cater to all the needs and make an amazing event as we usually do. Uh, but then at the same time, there's still that issue that we put in, you know, like a whole month of effort into this space. And then plus we were looking for a space for another month before that. So all this effort that we've put in has just been like taken away, especially by somebody who is also excited about the event. So that and then so on should make me frustrated or upset or, or angry or, you know, disappointed, whatever else. But the thing is, I realized why I was thinking good. And that is because a couple, of, a couple of years ago, I watched this motivational video with Joko Willink. Um, he, if you don't know Joko, he's got two great books. One is Extreme Ownership, which I haven't read, but I have read a second book called The Dichotomy of Leadership. Uh, he's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast, on the on the Joe Rogan show. He's got a podcast of his own now. Uh, you can find this motivational video if you look for Joko Motivation. Good, really great guy, very inspiring to listen to. And in this video, he basically, it's just like a two, less than two and a half minute video. He basically says that, you know, whenever somebody, and he used to be in the military, whenever somebody would come to him, and like in, in really hot spots, like in Iraq and things like that, when people would come to him and say, like, we've got an issue, we've got a major problem, we've got something's, something's bad's happened. Um, he would always reply, good. Always the first reply would be good. And here's his take on it. This is a quote. When things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. And so here's a couple of examples. So you have a flat tire. Good. Why? Well, you will. Let's see how you will handle that situation. Let's see how if you can replace a tire um, and how you can manage your emotions in the process. Uh, your manager didn't you like your presentation? Good. Well, what can you learn from that? How can you present better next time? You've been trying to solve a machine learning problem for days and you still can't? Good. What other algorithms are out there that you haven't tried that you maybe don't know and it's time to learn? Maybe it's time to apply some deep learning, maybe some reinforcement learning to the problem. You had a heated argument with your significant other. Good. How can you be uh, a better boyfriend or girlfriend to them in the future? How can you give them more love in the future so you don't have arguments? Your kids just won't listen to you. Good. How can you be a better father or mother? How can you be a better parent? That bonus or promotion that you were hoping for didn't come through. Good. What can you do better to get it next time? Or maybe it's time, if you've done everything you can, maybe it's time to look for a new job. Your friend let you down? Good. How can you be a better friend so that you don't let other people down? Or maybe it's time to find new friends. You feel overwhelmed. You don't have enough time? Good. How can you get better at time management? So, as you can see, in almost all situations, of course, it's probably you can't say this about absolutely every situation in life. There are definitely situations which are just bad, and that is that. You like you got to deal with it, and you really can't say good, my, my, anything good about them. But almost in all situations in life, or in many, in a huge amount of situations where we stress out about things, we're upset, we're sad, frustrated, angry, disappointed, confused, and whatever else, actually, you just need to say good and A, understand what you can learn from it, B, take on the solution as a challenge. And in the process of solving that challenge, you will learn from that, that solution. And so I'll leave you with this quote, again from this same motivational video um, by Joko. If you can say the word good, guess what? That means you're still alive, you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well, now you've got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, 
recalibrate, re-engage, and go out on the attack. On that note, we're going to wrap up this episode, and I wish you to say simply, good, next time a challenge comes your way. And I look forward to seeing you on the following episode. Until then, happy analyzing.